This 2023 fantasy football preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Finally, we're brought to you by our College Football Bankroll Challenge. Up to $3,000 up for grabs. Get all the details over at sportsgamblingpockets.com slash bankroll. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. This is called the Summer of Fantasy. 2023, the Summer <laughs> of Fantasy. We had lots of fantasies fulfilled, both for us, our team members. Uh, who can forget Andrew Robb at the Fantasy Expo? Lots of fantasies fulfilled there. <laughs> Me drafting for 24 hours once again, raising $10,000, not for my daughter's volleyball program, yes. but for a great cause. I'm able. Shout I out am, to them. I'm able foundation. Awesome work there. Uh, shout out once again to everyone donated. Great foundation. And yeah, we're here. This is our uh, this is our official final, uh, you know <laughs> fantasy football preview. We've done. Uh, and feel free to go back and check those out. Our top ten lists for by position. We did those early on in the summer. Obviously, we've done a ton of these uh, best ball mania drafts. But now uh, we thought it would be fun, kind of to close things out, to put yeah. a button on our fantasy content, is to go round by round and give out our guy, aka my guy, yeah. and fuck this guy. So basically, someone we really like in that round and someone we really hate. Yeah, I, I um and shout out to the And hate old, is a strong word, Ryan. And I'm not afraid to use the word hate. Shout out to the old uh I love how everyone's so scared. I, I I don't mean to say anything negative about this player, but no, I'm here to talk some shit on some players and then hype up some players I really like. And and real real quick, like not not what, five years ago, Matthew Berry used to have a love hate or whatever. Oh, column. yeah, they and got it, rid of the hate. That was before to, it was uh, yeah, I, I uh, look. I, I think I, I think it, it's just a crazy, crazy world. I I, I was going to throw uh, throw another shout out to another podcast. It's okay because it doesn't exist anymore. But Titus and Tate, they used to have the uh, the, the my guy Kyle guy. Mm. I almost feel like we need to figure out a fuck like the fuck the fuck this guy just needs to be like a Tony Romo or like just an honorary figurehead of of someone I'm not drafting, someone who will be. Zero percent, real zero percent. I I will be putting out a graphic later, uh, probably next week, that has all of the guys I have zero percent ownership of in best ball. In order to have zero percent exposure, you have to have them, but it has to round down to zero. 
Whereas guys who I'm just not drafting, like for example, Zeke, big fat Zeke. Did we break the news about his, uh, his weight problems in new England already? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, he gave it a little chunky. They got the, they got the uh, sauna suit on him. Oh Matt Belichick doesn't take any shit. Hey, fat <laughs> no. ass. Put this on. He saw the photo of him and Mac Jones out to eat. You're carving up before the season. What are you doing? Well, he first said, "Why the fuck were you sitting on the same side of the table?" Very still still haven't gotten to the uh, the bottom of that. Uh, obviously, make sure you check out. Uh, we just did part two, part one as well. College football picks week one, all over that, and just announced our college football bankroll challenge: thousand dollars the first, five hundred to second, but the prize is double. If you're in our Patreon, if you're a Patreon for the football season, prizes double up to two thousand and one thousand there for second. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll to get started so, over there. Yeah, basically if you don't think you're you're a sharp, yeah. No need to sign up for the Patreon. If you don't if you, if you don't believe sharp. in yourself, this will be I it's gonna be Are you a loser? If someone then stay away. Yeah, if someone <laughs> makes the horrible mistake of winning the contest without being in the Patreon, oh man, the oh. shame you will get from the SGPN community. Uh you, oh, you'll have like, to live with yourself. I feel like you almost have to come on the show and defend yes. yourself. Why did you not believe in yourself <laughs> to sign up for our very reasonably priced Patreon, which also you also get entry into the thousand dollar NFL no. win totals yeah. contest, bonus episodes. I, I don't well, know. I mean, honestly, if you're just a contest guy, it's basically a weekly contest plus all these extra seasonal ones that we didn't talk about yeah. beforehand. Sean just off in the other room jerking off to contest. Just here <laughs> you get a contest. You, get, you a con- get a contest. Yeah, leaving Sean idle, contest will be created. I'm a contest guy. Know what the folks want. They want contests. They also want bonuses. Our listeners love bonuses. Love free bets. Hey, if you sign up with DraftKings Sportsbook, if not, what are you doing? College Football Week One is here. Kick it off Thursday night. Oh man, what a glorious weekend for college football. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So many chances to win. You sign up over the DraftKings Sportsbook. You use a promo code SGP. Two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. Shout out to you, state of Kentucky. Kentucky uh, just coming around with some legalized gambling. Perfect time to hop in. Use that promo code SGP. Get in on the action. Download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New com- new customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on college football only. A DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crowd is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Let's get it, baby. Pairs well with toothpaste, I think the college experience would say. Oh, yeah. Bring your toothpaste. Legalize uh, bring your sports toothbrush. gambling and toothpaste. Not a better combo out there. All right. <laughs> So as most drafts do, they start with the first pick. Can before we start, can I just I I feel like I need to say something. Sure. There the the pendulum swinging from negativity to positivity is getting out of control. Mm. This I mean again, maybe again in the box, too much of the fantasy Twitter in my timeline. This this whole I love my home league shit. <laughs> no you don't. If you loved your home league so much, you'd hang out with those people more than once a year. <laughs> I, it's fucking ridiculous. It's disgusting. I I'm watching people like I lived in West Hollywood for four years. Yes, and it's the same vibes as Pride Parade. 
Mm. Just a strong, hey, look at me. Look at my home league. We've been friends for 32 years. Fuck off. I don't care. <laughs> People touting their friendship on the internet is a weird flex, I would say. You know what felt really good? The year we killed our home league, Sean. Mm. Felt fucking great. Yeah, a home one league, less thing to do. Home league is like hundred dollars. What the fuck am I gonna do with a hundred dollars? Home league's like a pet that you know it's just time. You got to take that home league out. It's it's never a fun drive to the uh, vet's office. Bring the home league there. Got to put fantasy's the all home about the down. community. <laughs> Old fashioned football saying, but he does love his home league. That's fine. <laughs> I, I you can love your home league. Yeah, but just like your sick ass fantasy team, everyone else doesn't need to hear about. Oh, Ryan, I was going to, I was going to have us. And well, this is, this is probably not the best time to bring it up, but we should tell people uh, the uh, team we drafted <laughs> in, our, in our high stakes, our high stakes fantasy league. We streamed it to the Patreon. It was like a bonus uh, free stream. We tossed yeah. on late. If you're not interested, skip ahead like 60 <laughs> seconds. We'll be done quick, real quick. R- rat- name off our team. Well, now I got to bring it up. Yeah. Man. It's too funny not uh, to include. I mean, yeah, I, I felt like it, it, the draft went okay. Ryan's w- just mad because we got Justin Fields. Uh, it wasn't uh, J Mark's going to be excited, oh, but yeah. all right, here's the squad. We have Justin F- twelve team PPR full we, point full point PPR coming out of the eleven spot. <clears throat> Justin Fields, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, Saquon Barkley, Samaj P Ryan. We got you, Saquon Ryan. Chig, and we got Chig. Mike Williams, Mike Evans, Zay Flowers, Kenneth Gainwell, Tyler Algio, Raheem Mostert, and Tajay Spears. So. We'll call that a hero RB approach with a look. I, I, I don't hate Justin Fields in this scenario. I didn't like it because we took him ahead of Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's all. That's all. I like him when he's the last running, like the last top top notch guy that it, excluding Vanilla Vic, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, no, out on Lamar. That's enough. Moving for yeah, I just I gave this whole piece about how. I mean, truly, I I could give two shits about your home. Like, don't don't show me a picture of your home. And, and ZD- it's like showing me a picture of your kids on Twitter. That's not what X is for. Stop using your X kids. Gonna for, give it to you. You know what? While I'm at it, stop using your kids for engagement. No, no children engagement farming. I mean, look, it's fine. Teach them blackjack on your own time. Teach I, them how to I, bet on your I own. I enjoy time. seeing kids getting involved in gambling content at a young age. You know, teaching the youth, I appreciate that kind of stuff. Well, I don't mind that. Okay, it's, so kids it's, gambling it's related. Putting your kid's face on the like, I, I, I will. I judge parents if they're posting pictures of their kid's face on X. <laughs> That, I, you're you're unaware of how the real world works if you're doing that. So I'm gonna judge you. Parenting 101. Yeah. So home leagues and pictures of your kid's face not needed on X. All right, Ryan, let's do it. My guy, fuck this guy. Round one. Who's your guy? Who who do you, who are you? Just at had of? this really personal moment. Let me post the picture to to X real quick. All right, <laughs> my guy. Obviously, I I almost did not go Saquon Barkley. Really? Here. Well, I think in. So much of the offseason, we've been drafting him in the third round and the second round. Now, uh, as predicted by me, not you, by me, uh, we're nearing week one. And where is he going in all leagues, including underdog now? Yeah. First, end of the first round. Congrats. Because uh, people are, are wising up. So obviously, Barkley's my guy. Fucking team guy showed up, took a shitty contract yeah. to be there with the boys. He you held out that. to get a exact same that. deal. You lo- he didn't hold that. He got back. He didn't miss a day of practice. Okay. Didn't miss a day of practice. 
If this guy was on the Eagles, you would love his team first attitude. You would mm. fucking love it. You wouldn't be sitting there with your he's fucking calculator. Mm, he took a bad deal. No, he, my guy Saquon Barkley. If you're gonna hold out, at least get a better deal like Josh Jacobs did. Who who are he you didn't hold of? out? Okay, he missed some fucking OTAs. <laughs> get over yourself. You sound like these home league guys. Fuck this guy, Ceedee Lamb. Have you not been paying attention? This offense is not going to be funneling the ball through Ceedee Lamb anymore. No, they also brought in Brandon Cooks. I think they're gonna run. They're gonna try to run the ball. I understand the logic for CD Lamb. I understand how you could say, "Oh, there's not as much competition." Brandon Cooks is competition, and so much like so many other guys, uh, wide receivers in the first round landscape that have competition. I just CD Lamb low with this offense with what I think they're gonna try to do. Low ceiling can't take him in the first round. For me, my guy, give me Cooper Cup. This is, we're talking full point PPR here, Ryan. Like man. <laughs> And That's Cooper, the sound Cup, of a boomer. Cooper Cup was on the wait. Boomer is full point PPR. No, no, I'm just joking because okay. you're taking the old injured white receiver. <laughs> uh, also, the guy who was on pace to have the most catches of all time in the National Football League. There's so many ways Cooper Cup gets there. One, including that he's the entire Rams offense. Uh, two, in a world where maybe the Rams defense isn't that good, they have to throw the ball a bunch. Three, he's completely healthy. Uh, he can't like. I just don't see a scenario where he doesn't get a, an insane amount of targets. I think he's in a category with, you know, probably Amon Ross St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, where he's going to dominate the targets. Like, I don't yeah. think you, you can even say this about Justin Jefferson with Hawkinson there. Now, now that Hawkinson's over his ear infection, um, <laughs> but AKA he, he got paid. Yeah. So I, I, I also love Cooper. I think people are hating on him. You, you nailed it. The, the, the nugget I had from our fantasy episode was only Tyree kill had more targets weeks one through nine. So yeah. I mean that's that's a pace, and he had he had he had the most catches too. Like he, and, and even when they weren't doing well, he was still getting those. People games. are scared. Like I, underdog yes. this morning, I got him seventh still. So no, people are worried about the injury stuff, which I get. But again, if you're drafting in fantasy, you're drafting to win the fucking thing. Like so lately, I, if I'm drafting, basically if I'm drafting fourth or later, and he's there, I take him. No no thought. Uh, for me, fuck this guy, B. John Robinson. Whoa, Sean! I mean, we see this every year where they where they put these running backs up here. It, to me, it's less. Now, again, to be clear, I think B. John Robinson is good at football. I think he provides some value. I don't think he was a good draft pick, considering what the Falcons needed to succeed, and considering the draft capital they used on him. That being said, I do You're think tired he's, ass take. No, what do you mean tired ass take? I'm on Take Island here. It's not even a. It's not even Bijan sucks as a football player, dude. They just have so many other guys. We're they have Kyle Pitts. They talking? have Drake London. Save they this have, for the GM show. <laughs> he, I, I'm out on him because the competition. All right. They describe him as a weapon. Yeah. Anytime they describe him as a, a a player as a weapon, dude, you can when a when a coach is going to use the shit out of a player. This is what they said. Oh, we love this guy. He's going to be on the field all the time. We're drawing up. A, this is what they say when they're going to use him sporadically. You know, he, he can win in a lot of ways. He's a he's a weapon. He's going to find different. We also really like Tyler Algier. Tyler Algier is a sledgehammer. Bijan Robinson, uh, he's like bowling a, ball is the quote. Bijan's the bowling ball. No, no, no. Tyler no, Algier, I, he's I, a two hundred twenty pound bowling ball. He at some point also called him a sledgehammer. Yes. He is a mustache guy. He probably has a lot of good power <laughs> analogies. Uh, yeah. So Bijan Robinson, I'm out just because of the target competition. 
I and I know people say, oh yeah, what they're going to draft a guy in the top 10 mm-hmm. uh, skill player and not use him. Yeah. A la Kyle Pitts, a la Drake London. Okay. Yeah. I, I show me uh, I'll counter with show me a, a top 10 skill position player that Arthur Smith drafted that had a great fantasy year. I, I will say this compared to their ADP. The 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 proof proof is in the pudding, right? When I go look up Bijan, because I'm with, I think I'm with you at at cost. I have Bijan at eight percent, and a lot of that is him falling to the second round. So I'm kind of with you. I like there's just a lot of other running backs I would rather take at this range, <clears throat> or receivers. Honestly, I think that's the biggest uh, sled going against a guy like Bijan. All right, round two, real quick. Uh, after the draft, Coach Arthur Smith described Algier as the Sledgehammer in his new offense. Glad you got that one in there. I mean, well, it, that just shows. Sean, you're, you're talking to a guy who has a 65 <laughs> to one bet on Tyler yes. Algier to lead the division in rushing. I get it, and again, the, I think his competition for uh, work is greater than people are giving. Yeah, uh, Bijan, if he's in the second round somehow, sure. But everyone's gonna. But, we have this with the sexy rookies every year. But the thesis is, holy shit! If he get what if he got 100 targets? That's that's why. Like, what if he's Austin Eckler in this? Yeah, offense? I guess I guess I just don't see a that's world how you're he, wrong. where he gets the hundred targets and the bell cow running back no, no. workload <clears throat> like Eckler. Oh, what, what I'm saying is though, like Eckler would get it done just with seven catches for 50 yards and a touchdown every week. And if Bijan's doing that and he's getting 12 carries, like I think if Bijan's getting the targets, he only needs 10 to 15 carries. And so he I, won't I guess be that's the other cow. problem, though, is that Eckler had 107 uh, receptions last year because they run the ball, or sorry, they throw the ball a ton. Arthur Smith's offense doesn't throw the ball that much. True, but I mean, your shade towards the ability to get the ball to London and Pitts should defer you to the idea that he could collect a lot of low a dot easy catches, and those still count a point at a time. That, that's that's all I'm saying. Like if he gets to a certain amount of catches, it's going to be hard for him to not hit this value. But why do you make Bijan your guy, Ryan? You seem like no, you really no, like no. him. Oh, I, because I, I, because I do think he has a case. I'm not completely out on him like you are. All right, round two. I, again, I, I think when we talked fantasy back in was it June, I had uh, I had this guy, Demonte Adams, in my top five. Not a ton has changed. I'm maybe a little bit worried about the starter, but the backup seems competent and it's still Devonte Adams. Yeah. Josh Jacobs being back makes me feel better about him and he is sliding. I mean, it used to be beginning of second round, early for or late first round. Now you're getting him mid to late second round. And so I think it, like we're just forgetting that he's the most dominant receiver. He's still the most physically dominant receiver in the NFL. And he's still a guy, one of the few guys on the top of this list that has for season after season dominated a 30% target share, which is something that's hard to do. It means you're really good. It means you can get open in many different ways. And so I, I don't quite understand drafting number twos like waddle over him. I don't, I I don't even really like, I'm not even sure I would, as much as I see the case for Garrett Wilson, and uh, you know Amara St. Brown. I don't even know if I'm doing it in that case with yeah. the questions around quarterback. So Devonte Adams, big time my guy, <clears throat> and I wanted to do this just so people don't think I'm full of shit. I mean Devonte Adams had a really good last year last year, and the and the Raiders still sucked at six and eleven. So I, I have him at fifteen percent right now in uh, 
an underdog. And a, a lot of that is just there's a lot of receivers there probably, but I love him. Like he the way he's being drafted right now. Fuck you, that guy. Who do you got? Oh, Jonathan Taylor. This uh, a lot has changed. Uh um, Yeah, I mean, where are you where are you getting this second round ADP uh, right? The the link on the fucking sheet, Sean. <laughs> uh um, you, you, I mean, should we replace him? I almost feel like I should replace him in real time. But Jonathan Taylor is being—is he playing this year? Can you even draft him? Let's just have the conversation. It, are I'm you not, drafting oh, him under any circumstances? I mean, I think you would have to consider like the fourth or fifth round, maybe. I mean, isn't there real? Uh, he might not actually play. No, I think he has to play because he has to accrue the years. Otherwise, he would just be right back. What at if they it. just high hard him? Or whatever, like they kept him on the pup. Yeah, no, but I think they want him to play. He's kind of being a baby and saying my ankles bother me, so they're like, "All right, fine, we'll put you on this four-game pup thing, uh, knocking out any chance you leave the team." And I think he doesn't have any leverage. I think he's going to have to come back to the team and have to play if he wants to get to free agency, which these guys want to do. So you would draft if he doesn't if he doesn't play (laughs) at all, he's back here at Indy next year with the same deal. Yeah. So I, I, I do think in like the fourth or fifth round, maybe, but I don't know. You don't need Jonathan Taylor in your team. What are we talking about here? Yeah. I mean, if I had to pivot here, it would be Tony Pollard, which, you know, pretty obvious play fade the Cowboys. I just, you know, injury and all, but yeah, I think, I think this is a, I, I, I actually think the second round's a hard round to screw up. If you take the, you take a receiver, you take a, a quarterback, Andrew Rob pointing out, he got him in the fifth round. Uh, in his most recent draft. All right, fifth round, you could talk me into it. I mean, there is a world where. But in managed, are you taking him? You can't. There's no IR spot for him. Like, do you even want that headache? I, I mean, I guess the counter is if he gets traded to another team, he's a league winner. But I don't think anyone's going to trade for him because you have to give up stuff and also sign him to yeah. a new deal. They wanted Jalen Waddle. Why would they, they yes. want Jalen Waddle for Jonathan? The Colts Taylor. don't want to trade him, <laughs> and no one's going to give up what the Colts want. We we just saw this. So. All right, I'll 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 lame pivot to Tony Pollard, but All right. we needed to talk about Taylor. He's by the way, his ADP is in the third round. So, uh, my guy, second round, obviously Jalen Hurts just confirmed dog. dog. I I think you just keep looking at the stats in the fourth quarter for this Eagles team. They were pretty low, and it was because they were up a bunch in games, and they were just sitting on the ball. They didn't need to uh, keep racking up points. I mean, there was a number of games where they up like, like the Commanders game. They they were up at like twenty at half, and then put up three points in the second half as they kind of just were like a python and just squeezed the life out of the other team. They're going to have some more competitive games, I think. You know, obviously you're playing uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills. San Francisco 49ers, some top teams in the league. So I think you're going to have to put up points in the fourth quarter. Jalen Hurts, I think, if anything, you could say he's going to get more goal line work than he did previously. They love using the tush push. Why and do you say that? Yeah. Well, he had 20 carries inside the five last year, which was only second to the outlier performance from Jamal Williams with 28. And so, like, he he was four clear of third place, who was Zeke Elliott. Yeah. I think. Because I don't think hard to predict he's going to be even better, or you do even more in the red zone. I guess I guess I just think they're in general the Eagles' offense is going to have to do more than they did last year. Uh, So maybe it's not just him running, but I think if you correlate the amount of touchdowns the Eagles scored, we're pretty tied to the amount of rushing touchdowns Jalen Hurts scored. So I think if they score more touchdowns, more points, which I think they will because they're going to have to in these type of game scripts, 
Jalen Hurts will thereby score more rushing touchdowns. That's kind of the theory. I feel like they'll move. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, they'll just push either to the passing side or they'll stay rushing. Yeah, I I guess just losing Miles Sanders, I think he's going to pick up some of that work. I don't think it go, but maybe Gainwell gets a little, maybe Swift, Penny, uh, fifteen touchdown up. season. Look, I mean, what's the price on him to lead the league in rushing touchdowns? I've Pro- looked at it. It's not. Short, right? Yeah, it's not that. It's not that tasty. Uh, I'm also Tony Pollard. Fuck this guy. Uh, one out on the Cowboys. The offensive line is not as dominant as it once was, and I just don't think he can handle the volume. Uh, that that people expect. I, I'm just skeptical of a guy this late in his career, all of a sudden at the running back position, yeah, doubling his volume. And we've, we've saw, seen it. Last year was the year Tony Pollard had the most touches he's ever had in his career. And how did it end? Broke his fibula, ankle no. injury. He's they, a sports car. Uh, I, that's not that, my that words. Was, that that's the running the back coaches, coach. Yes. That's the running back coach. Uh, yeah, I, I I do think that un, people are disregarding. The, the fact that he's coming back quickly and that running backs tend to take a little bit. I mean, I just watched Barkley, who's maybe at what a year or two older, um, clearly look better a full year removed. Yeah. Right, thir- uh, third. Oh, by the way, second round. Um, I I did see. I got two separate DMs about drafting Mahomes in that sea of running quarterbacks. Are you out on him? Because he's going in the same cost as Hertz, Allen. No, I'm not out on. Patrick so Holmes. you would draft him in the second round? Cool. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm not out on him either. It's because it's. I like, mean, you just sound like an asshole if you keep fading Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, this is the year we're not overthinking that. We're just, you know what, Kelsey and Mahomes are going to be great again. T Hig- T Higgins, my guy, third round. This one's easy. Always, I'm uh, always in on T Higgins. I think in general, when you, especially if you're drafting earlier and you get to that turn, like th- this is a pretty good scenario to end up with a T Higgins. Although Sean, I again did, uh, you know, these, these season managed leagues that I have to put more time into mm. and T Higgins goes even later. It seems, it seems like the running backs go higher. T Higgins goes later. The ADP uh, over at fantasy pros reflects that. So I think when you're able to get T Higgins in a contract year, who, by the way, uh, some of his Clemson teammates uh, are playing for the New York giants right now, just worth noting, but in a contract year, two rounds later than Jamar chase, when we've seen the underlying numbers, they're, they're generally pretty equal. I love that. And now we see Joe burrow back. Maybe we won't have a slow start. I'm still thinking slow start, but T Higgins, my guy, third round, my uh, big, big time. Fuck this guy. Less, I was not out on him to start the process. Out on him now, Travis Etienne. Tank Bigsby hike. Uh, a little bit of Tank Bigsby, a little bit of just done enough drafts. Y- y- you know, when you do the best ball stuff, it kind of puts you to the 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 test of like, actually, what are you doing? You're drafting. How, who are you actually going to take? And I find myself passing on him so often. Only three percent in best ball mania. Again, I'm I'm up near uh, one thirty five teams. So. Only three percent haven't been able to click the button too often. Tra- out on Travis Etienne Jr. this year. Yeah, and, no. and I, like even the whole offense of the Jags. Like we can't have Ridley and Kirk and Etienne and Trevor Lawrence and Evan Ingram, Ingram all go in the first six round. Like that doesn't make sense, guys. Yeah, unless you think this is going to be the best offense in the league, which yeah. no, thank you. Out. Fuck this guy, Travis Etienne. Uh, for me, my guy, round three, Chris Olave. I, I think. Chris Olave is one of these rookie receivers from last year that I think could make a massive leap in year two. Him and him and George Pickens are guys I want to get as much as I can. And to me, Chris Olave is going to be the guy. I mean, Michael Thomas, it's always a question what's going on there. Juwan Johnson, I get they signed to a decent contract, but 
Derek Carr has shown the ability to lock into a number one receiver, even in a bad season like last year, where the Raiders sucked. But you know, Devontae Adams got there in a huge way, and I'm not comparing him necessarily to Devontae Adams, but you look at his yards per reception; they were certainly there. I mean, he was playing with Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You're saying that as a positive, right? Uh, I, I I was gonna say I don't know if Derek Carr <laughs> wrote a, that. Derek Carr is a massive upgrade, but I think he's you could say he's maybe slightly better. And they play in a dome. Better they, than who? They play, Winston. I'm not letting you get past <laughs> this point. They Free play Jameis. They play in the NFC South, so I I mean there's some there's some uh, appetizing defenses there that you're gonna get a number of games. So I think Chris Olave, great opportunity. For me, fuck this guy, Mark Andrews. I am mm. out on Mark Andrews this year. Uh, to add to it, he just uh, is dealing with an injury. According to Harbaugh, he should be ready to go for week one, but there's no guarantees. This to me is just, uh, I think he's going to have a fine season, but I don't think he's going to dominate target share and target share in the red zone. They kept working Isaiah likely in the red zone, kept giving him targets. You look at the red zone targets between Mark Andrews and Isaiah likely it's much closer than uh, than corporate fantasy would lead you to believe. I think there's going to be a real opportunity for Isaiah likely to make a leap. You bring in Odell, you draft Zay flowers. I think that's going to eat into some of Mark Andrews production. So I don't think he's going to pay off his ADP. I don't think he's going to be a top 10 tight end. So yeah, fuck Mark Ooh, Andrews. I'm out. Spicy. I'm out. Benedict Dantold wants to know, Sean, yeah. I have the number one pick is the two, three turn too early for Olave. No, no, no. And honestly, like the biggest, as someone who's coming out of the deep, deep best ball streets into the Yahoo ESPN streets. Oh my goodness, they're getting some of this stuff wrong. Because Olave consistently goes yeah. in underdog at the end of the second round in half point PPR. And once again, fell deep into the third round in the draft, I believe we did yesterday. So yeah, I I don't get it. But yeah, he that's not too early. You should fire on that. That's a great time to do like a, you know, Devonta Smith, Chris Olave, oh. T. Higgins, a lot, lot of guys in the range. All right, fourth round. Uh, this is just a, a rinse and repeat record for me, but Keenan Allen in the fourth round. Okay. <laughs> Are you not reading what's going on out there in, in Los Angeles, or I guess here in Los Angeles, it sounds like he's going to be heavily used in this offense. Again, I, I Sean will tell me there's going to be an injury or, or something. I, I of course look past injuries and I love Keenan Allen in the fourth round. Every time I'm taking him, every time I want to buy into this Chargers offense, and he's the, the number one the, guy. The scary part about thirty percent target share in play. I think there's a greater gap than people think between Keenan Allen and everyone else. And I while I still like Mike Williams in best yeah. ball because of his big play ability and just in general, I think as long as he's healthy, he will produce big plays and score for that team. I think Keenan Allen is option number one. I think Austin Eckler is option number two, and I think option number three is Mike Williams. So yeah, I mean Keenan Allen does give you that consistency in a managed league, which is nice. The only scary thing about the Chargers is, knock on wood, there has not been oh, a devastating what? injury or some Gosh, Charger Sean. Charger like type thing. Jesus. Right, we've been picking the Chargers for how many years? I can't, oh. I can't ignore the elephant in the room. Uh, lo- love getting uh, Keenan Allen in the fourth round, which again, I. I I find that when I don't, when I remove myself from the situation of these underdog drafts and I pass on him in the third round, he generally makes it back to me in the fourth round. So (laughs) maybe I'm too high on him. I I don't know. But yeah, every time in the fourth round, uh, fuck this guy. I can't take Ken Walker, even though he's a dog. K 
canine dog because they because Pete Carroll fucked around and drafted Zach Charbonnet, who I, again I wanted to go back and watch them both in college. Zach Charbonnet is a better player. I I wonder how quickly before he's doing more stuff, and I think this almost certainly just puts like Ken Walker not going to be involved in the passing game, and that's the reason why you can't take him up here. Well, it I mean to me it's just it's super confusing the situation, and this is where you can get kind of screwed. I feel like is taking um, some running backs in this round where the, you don't like the role isn't defined. I mean, Kenneth Walker does have those big plays. So to me, he's he's kind of a more interesting play in best ball because you would get a couple of those spike uh Kenneth Walker games. Seven percent ownership. So yeah, not clicking him too but, often. But um yeah, I'm with he's 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 certainly tougher in a managed league. because uh, him the Charbonnet thing, the injury stuff. You have to do both. If you're gonna if you draft him, you're committing to drafting Charbonnet later, I think. In managed, mm. you have to. Cause you got to be there to collect whichever one is the guy that that position is going to be productive. But if we don't know, and Pete Carroll's over there, get, like pounding his chest about DJ Dallas, which he's going to be the passing down back now. Like, what are we doing? Pete Carroll, <laughs> you're, you're turning into Belichick. Did you see the age. video of Pete Carroll throwing a football? Is oh he my not, God. not a good thrower of the football? Oh, if, uh, if, <laughs> producer, shoulder <laughs> if producer Josh can look up Pete Carroll throwing the football, I think the uh, NFL uh, actually put the video out. Oh no! What are they doing? <laughs> They're like, "Nice ball, coach." Oh no! Yeah, check uh, check the NFL out. Uh, Building seven. On Twitter, if, Josh. If you're able to pull that up, that thing is amazing. For me, my guy, and I think he's also your guy, Ryan. We've been talk. We talked about him a ton last year. Felt like it was a good play. All in on him this year. Damian Pierce in the fourth round. Little uh, nervous. Texans are dealing with some offensive line injuries. Don't like that, but. The workload is here. Uh, he's an eye test guy. Yeah, you're bringing in a rookie quarterback. You're going to want to make it a little bit easier on him. Get him, Damian Pierce. The biggest thing is that in the preseason, Damian Pierce was staying out there on third down. So again, that was kind of the knock Bobby against Slovin. him. San Francisco yeah. running on attack. Let's go. All right, we breaking news. We have the feet Carroll of the football. Look at that throw. That's actually not bad. The the first one of his are like really horrible. Say, uh, oh my goodness, Sean! <laughs> How dare you say so? You, one you, handed. Oh, this is this, this is the one. Oh, that pump fake was. Oh. Yeah, that was. That oh, was no the look one. pass. No, nope. break the internet. I, he's, I love how he's scrambling. Oh, this is YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. I mean, <laughs> oh, he's throwing Pete across. Carroll, his, it's fucking Pete Josh Carroll Allen looks, out there. Looks better than Russell Wilson. I'll say that. Uh, honestly, oh, look at that throw. You could just see him going. This is how you do it, Russ. It's not that hard. All right, I got to be honest. That I think <laughs> I think you were a little hard on Coach. All right, uh, ZD Mills saying he loves Joe Mixon this year. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm in on him too. Uh, didn't make my list here. The guy Prime I, pays right. Uh, yeah, my uh, fuck this guy for round four, Brees Hall. I just I'm out. I love Brees Hall last year. He was great, super explosive. But he's he's not practicing. He's even Sean, saying he doesn't have the confidence to make all the cuts. GPS they, data. Yeah, they, they signed Dalvin Cook. They have um, you know Israel Abanaconda. Nailed it. I think there's just Izzy. Yeah, there's just so many ways this doesn't pay off for Brees Hall. Why did they bring in Dalvin Cook? Because because uh, our boy Aaron Rodgers, aka our hero. Once a veteran running back, they can trust in pass protection. I don't think Brees Hall is that, mm -hmm. and we've seen it all the time. Like the year after the year of the ACL is when you want to uh, ride that guy. Even Saquon, who again 
very good athletically that first year back from the ACL, it wasn't amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's probably a great case of like someone that pro- lo- you lose to a have, little explosiveness. Well, he appeared to have the Adrian Peterson alien DNA, yeah. but he didn't actually have it. And also, like the team might also just be aware of the gambling suspension that's coming. He oh, was yeah. on that Iowa State team. <laughs> uh, he did. He was in the same offensive room as some of those. So some of those guys, uh, Brock Purdy also was. So be careful. Round five, fifth round, obviously auto fire. Darren Waller. He's also he's my guy. And by the way, have you noticed how the entire industry is caught up? Yes. His ADP is like just completely oh, flatlining. Well, we were drafting him in like the seventh round. We, we, yeah, me, Got and your mustache, <laughs> drafting the shit out of him. My guy Dallas Goddard jumping right in, Ryan. Much rather have people, Dallas Goddard. Do you want to tell the podcast guys that are back what we did? Oh yeah, in the so summer we have a bet on who will score more fantasy points at the tight end position, either Dallas Goddard or Darren Waller. The uh, loser wanna- has to shave a mustache. <laughs> yeah, where'd this come from? YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Uh, Josh made an incredible graphic. <laughs> one of us will be shaved down to a mustache, oh, and you wow. have to wear it for one day for every point in the margin loss. So this is full point PPR. So again, we the original bet was half point, but I was just, I was gonna say since since we I don't know what we were thinking. Probably we we're just underdog phase. Do we adjust it to full point? Oh, if it was already, or we can keep it half point. That's fine. Uh, I don't care. I, I'm I'm a full point. Underdog's guy. easier to score. So yeah, I'm obviously in on my guy Dallas Goddard, and I'm obviously out on Darren Waller. I'm keeping the beard. You will not be seeing wow. me wear a mustache come the end of the season. See, you don't have to be out on him to be in on your guy. Mm. I'm not out on Goddard, but it's all about hate for you. Projecting hate makes me stronger. Who are you out oh, on? Come Ryan? on, this was the. E- it's easy to. There's so many quarterbacks you can say that that fuck this guy. Which you know, stay tuned to later in the show. Sean, Sean's on top of it. But Trevor Lawrence in the fifth round. Yeah. What are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? If you're taking a quarterback this high, it bet and it, and they don't run. It better be Herbert Burrow or Mahomes. Do you like? Do you feel like he's in the same class as these guys? Those guys? No. no. Out. No, no thing. And again, like my thing on the Jacksonville offense. Um, and, and stay tuned for more on it. But it's just, I don't understand where it's coming from. We, every year we do this in fantasy where if you add up the sum of all the draft capital, you'd have to spend on an offense. It's, it's greater than 100. And that's the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. There's no way all these guys pay off where they're being drafted. No way. Fuck Trevor Lawrence and his hair. <laughs> and his strangely strange, good looks. <laughs> it is funny. Uh, I, I saw one of those memes where it was like, NFL quarterbacks, if they were women, and it's it's like Justin Fields, uh, Jalen Hurts, and it's always weird because you look at the photo, you're like, oh, it's not much of a change. Yeah, well, kind of attractive, but the Trevor Lawrence one is just they just did a photo of Trevor Lawrence. It was diabolical. That's pretty mean. Or they or they mixed it with the the woman who looks exactly like. Trevor Do you Lawrence. remember the conference call where uh, they were like some some lady thought she was on mute and was making fun of Trevor Lawrence? Oh, maybe we can pull that up during the show. We'll cut. We'll circle back to it. It's pretty funny. It might have been when he was in Clemson. It's talking about his mustache. Maybe it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up. All right, fifth round, sixth round. Yep. Who do you got? Chris Godwin. Yeah. I mean, you kind of pioneered the the Bucks uh, angle. Been early. Uh, a little, little, little heavier. Brian on Jensen this. is is it put a little dent in it, but I'm still in. And I kind of figured I would either, depending on the way the round ADPs worked out, 
it was either going to be Godman or Evans. I do think that this team is going to sling the ball around. And a lot of the hesitancy with these guys was oh, maybe they get traded. Uh, maybe the quarterback sucks. I don't know. I think they're going to be taking shots. It looked like Godwin when Mike Evans wasn't playing was very clearly the guy. I think you have two receivers that, you know, you have a team with questions about the running game, questions about the offensive line, questions about the quarterback, no questions about these guys being able to get open. So I have no idea who the third option is going to be. Maybe it's Kate Otten. He had a great camp, but uh, which of course Sean knows as the deep t- tight, tight end, end specialist. Kate Otten. Kate Otten might be a valuable guy to bet early in terms of first touchdown. First Levy. touchdown because he is a starter, and I wonder how how uh, sharp everyone will be to that. But yeah, Chris Godwin looked good. Uh, good old Penn State pick here. Um, yeah, I, I, every time it gets to me in the sixth round, if one of the Bucks receivers is there, I'm like, oh, okay, sure, I'll grab that again because they're number one risk. They're like one A, one B on a team that's going to probably be trailing, probably going to have to throw the ball a lot. I like, I'm miss. I don't know why people are out. Like, why are they not going in the fourth round? I don't know. So, uh, like, D Hop's a good comp to me. D Hop's going in the fourth round. Chris Godwin's going two rounds later. Don't don't quite get that one. Fuck this guy. Uh, you gave Brees Hall out. I'll give out Dalvin Cook. Imagine draft having to draft both these guys. We talked about uh, with Kenneth Walker. Okay, you have to invest a fourth rounder and like a tenth rounder on Charbonnet or whatever it is. In this case, it's a fourth and a sixth. That's too rich. And Dalvin Cook is a guy who the numbers have already exposed. He he's been yeah. slowing down. He's not as as explosive. And what's the number one question with this team? The offensive line. Yeah. So. Uh, I no, don't think then, I'm drafting then, either then, Jets running back. Yeah, and then I just don't see how, like Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, you could you could make enough of a case to hurt the other one's case. Like, if you're and, drafting Brees Hall or Dalvin Cook, like what are you seeing? In I, best I don't ball, get it. Brees Hall. Every once in a while, maybe I pop a share in just in case, but and it's just on teams where I'm drafting Jets and Browns. But other than that, I yeah, just generally not that interested. <clears throat> In this team, I know everyone's getting happy about hard knocks yeah. as if it's a good thing. I'm I'm going the other way. Round six. Uh, this was an interesting round. I I do also really like Chris Godwin. I went a little bit off the board here. Give me Cam Akers. I think whatever they like whatever the weird relationship stuff they had going on last year towards the end of the season, they figured it out. Cam Akers finished really strong. He seems to have a now. There's some talk maybe he won't get all the third down work, but. Again, they don't have a ton of playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. If you're the Rams coaching staff, if you're Sean McVay, how do you not get the ball in Cam Akers' hands? It's you got to run the ball, and yeah, you. I mean, I think what he did down the stretch is a good example of just okay. The team was in shambles, things weren't going well, but look at those stat lines Cam Akers was putting up. So I, I think it works either way. Yeah. Like, strangely, I think he's a safe pick. Yeah, and again, no, no serious competition in my mind. Ton of volume. Uh, I'm in on. Fuck this guy, Javante Williams. I I, I wow. love Javante Williams as a running back overall. Super explosive guy, but it was a horrible injury last year. I'm looking at some of the latest news an hour ago. Javante Williams reportedly quote needs to be eased in by Broncos. Why did Samaje Piran come to the Broncos? Because <laughs> Sean Payton said we use running backs a lot. AKA Javante Williams is not going to be a full go. So if Javante Williams isn't going to be a full go, what are you doing drafting him? I. I there's healthier, like, wouldn't you rather have Cam Akers, who you know is going to be playing, you know is healthy going into the start of the season? One percent, Javante Williams. Yeah, I, I, it'd be one thing if you're getting like a crazy deal on him, but you're just not. 
That's a scary one too, because the offensive line looks bad. We're not really sure what the quarterback situation is going to be. You're trusting Sean Payton can do it, and I'd rather take the guy that can catch passes. And while I'm not saying Javante Williams can't, I think P. Ryan at minimum was brought in to be the passing down back because they he's so trusted in the blocking game. Ryan, speaking of great deals, underdog fantasy, amazing deal. When you head over to underdogfantasy.com, use the promo code SGPN, hundred percent deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. I keep cranking out these underdog pick them. Very easy. You just pick uh, three of your favorite fantasy stats, either go higher or lower. Uh, you go three for three. That's six X what you put in or go for it all and go five for five and get a 20 uh, X. Love it. Uh, I'll give a little, I'll give another uh, play out here. Give me Ryan Tannehill at the saints higher two hundred and ten and a half passing yards. I'm I'm high on the Titans in general. Maybe they get it done on the ground, but I think two ten and a half on the road, very doable for this Titans offense, especially breaking in DeAndre Hopkins. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Ryan, we're we're only on round seven. I feel like we need to pick up the pace. Uh, it's you know just having a conversation about football. I know it's hard not to go uh, long talking. Yeah, and, NFL. We, and, and we have the same guy here, so I'm gonna start with the fuck my guy uh, and. and Easy, Evan Ingram, third jag. I'm fading completely, and uh, I get why you might be excited about him. You know, maybe in a tight end premium, you can talk me into him because the the case for him is he catches a lot of balls. But how are we in on Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk? He's the third option in the receiving game, but ETN's going above him. It, it, I don't quite buy it. I'm I'm out on Ingram. I have not been drafting him a ton. And you know what? I have I had this prediction when he had his good year last year. I said he's gonna shit the bed after yeah. he gets paid. And so that's just the kind of guy he is. Obviously, new new scene down in Jags maybe helped him out, but I'm I'm not looking to draft him at this play. If you miss on the elite guys to me, I'm letting him go a little bit because I know I can get in Joku. I know I can get Chig. I know I can get Dalton Schultz a little bit later. So out on Evan Ingram. Uh, for me, fuck this guy, Deshaun Watson. Whoa, I'm whoa, not whoa! Talking Deshaun Watson. Oh, what do you mean, <laughs> fuck this guy? He, Deshaun Watson might show up to the studio now, Sean. Uh, no cap on that one, or cap, or whatever oh, it Jesus, may be. I, I don't know. Let me text my daughter. What well, Deshaun Watson's looked horrible. He's looked bad in preseason. People keep making excuses. He's not who he used to be in 2019 and 2020 when he yep. was racking up a bunch of uh, rushing yards and throwing the ball downfield. I, I just do not see it. I don't think he's a good match in that offense. I think Nick Chubb is if you're going to play anything on that Browns team, go all in on Chubb. Maybe I think Njoku gets enough touchdowns where it's interesting, but man, you don't need to draft Deshaun Watson. I would roll the dice with like Anthony Richardson that he's going to get there with the rushing stuff. I I just don't see it for Deshaun Watson. Why is everyone so sure he's like, "Oh yeah, now he's and Elijah Moore too." Elijah, what is Elijah Moore showed us? But he's going to go to Deshaun Watson and be fixed. I I'm with you. Some of this stuff, some of the angles are a little confusing this off season. Uh, our, our guy this round. Oh yeah. George Pickens. Love it. Still crazy. How far down the board he is on most sites rankings. I mean, he has like Odell Beckham, like catches in this, uh, in this preseason, Kenny Pickett continues to get better. I think the offense is going to be better. They solidified their offensive line. Now maybe Deontay Johnson eats into his production again. That's why he is farther down than like a guy like Chris Olave, but especially at price. I still, I think he's a great value here. 
Oh yeah. I, I, there's not anyone. I mean, I I've started reaching for him just to make sure I get him Cause I think people are having that same effect where it's like, oh yeah, I want to come out of this draft with George Pickens, which I think uh, prediction, the later you draft, I do think he's now consistently going to go ahead of Deontay Johnson mm. or at least very close, which makes Deontay Johnson quite interesting. Uh, apologies, Sean. I was, I had like five minutes left on one of my slow drafts. Uh, round Sorry, eight, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Round eight, another one we agree on. So we'll just bang it out, but it's Khalil Herbert. Yep. Uh, it's funny, a little controversial. Cause when I originally did this, the ADP had him in the ninth round. It, since the news came out, ADP plummeting now down into the eighth round, he's the starter. It sounds like it's not even really close. And so anything you want to add, I just bell cow no, in mean, an offense. I was on I, again. If you've been listening to the futures episodes, Khalil Herbert to lead the NFC North C in rush L in rushing yards. Uh, DraftKings promo code SGP had that special at uh, sixty-five to one. It's down to twenty to one for good reason. Khalil right. Herbert was always the guy. You look at the advanced metrics; he's dynamic. Uh, yeah, Roshan Johnson is is a good draft pick, but it's going to be like two or three series. Of Khalil and then maybe one for Roshan. Deonta Foreman seems like pretty boxed out of the situation. And it's because they like Khalil Herbert. So also uh, injury. Yeah. And he's dealing with some injuries. So I, I do think that I'm still okay with the strategy in best ball of taking two of these guys and managed. I it's tricky. I would probably just try to end up with Herbert and Johnson. Uh, Foreman can be a waiver wire ad later on. And then the fuck my guy, fuck, fuck this guy. Even though he's falling like crazy, I, I'm, I'm out on Hollywood Brown. Creepy baby in the YouTube chat says, "Don't sleep on Calvin Austin in the late rounds." Is that Bowser's burner? <laughs> it might be. Bowser has. I, I've I, done a I actually kind of like Allen Robinson as my last uh, best ball pick in uh, when I have Steeler stacks, but Calvin Austin I can see as well. But it seems like Allen Robinson legit has the starting slot job in that offense. I think people like Austin because there's more juice there, and people expect oh, Allen Robinson to eventually fun. fall down. Uh, but yeah, out on Hollywood Brown, two guys on the Cardinals who I think are tank affected: Zach Ertz and Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Uh, for me, obviously, I'm out on Rain Dakota Prescott. Oh, well, that's too easy. Oh, come on, Ryan. We have to. We, we have to list say all fuck the Cowboys. the Cowboys. That is a disgusting. Got rid of Kellen Moore, moving to a run-heavy approach without uh, much depth at the running back. It's gonna implode. Deuce, deuce, <laughs> deuce. Fall. I, I have. He's the one cowboy I've drafted an underdog a couple times, because uh, that would be funny. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, I just uh, completely out on Hollywood Brown. I think he's gonna be a, a ba big baby this year. Round nine. Tra uh, this guy. You know, thanks to an injury, fell a little bit. He's already back on the practice field. There was some some talk early that he was going to miss the first three weeks of the season. Traylon Burks is not going to miss the first three weeks. Sounds like he's live to play week one. There was a lot of breakout buzz with D Hop there to take some attention away, and just the idea of Chig running down the seam at all times. Traylon Burks breakout candidate this year. Love drafting him this yeah. late. Uh, I love that we're getting a dip here because uh, of the injury. And what do we love receivers more than rookies? Second year guys. Yeah, making he, that jump. He couldn't have had a worse first year. So Traylon Burks, my guy for the ninth round. For me, uh, kind of just a war by attrition. But everyone else is hurt on the Broncos. Give me Cortland Sutton. I, I I know Marvin Mims is interesting, but Cortland Sutton I think is just going to get a a ton of volume because of the injuries surrounding that the rest of that Broncos offense. I get it, it's not going to be a super dynamic offense, but you're getting, uh, I mean, 
don't you think he's going to be the number one receiver in in Denver, Ryan? Yes, and, and I, you're getting him you. in the ninth round. Yep, that, love it. That makes sense to me. Uh, for well, me, a little worried about the offense there, but that's no, such, no. A, such a great price. It's just so late to get and, a number one receiver in a Sean Payton offense. So. And I think he could be and, a guy that. And he, I think Stidham's. I mean, I was early on the Stidham stuff, Ryan. You know it. Uh, I mentioned it in the Broncos preview. I go. I wish drug. there was a way I could bet. Uh, Stidham to be the quarterback at some point. I'm telling you, I drafted a Stidham team. Russell is on an incredibly short leash in Denver. Have some sourcing uh, behind the scenes that it confirms that even more than what I initially kind of like guessed. Sourcing. So uh, I, I think it's a very short lease for <laughs> Russell Wilson, and I think Sutton and Stidham uh, could have some fun games late in the season. Yeah, people might forget Sutton can be a true alpha. I, yeah. I wonder if we'll see it. Um, healthiest uh, quote, healthiest he's been in some time. Fuck this guy. Uh, our guys have a theme, I think, but old receivers. In this case, Michael Thomas. I understand some people are buying in. No, thank you. Let someone else buy in. Uh, I I I, th- I want to say it was two years ago at this point where I watched someone buy in in like the seventh round of an FFPC draft, only to find out he just I don't think he played a snap that year. So. I know we all kind of have had a revelation when we pulled up his stats from last year and saw that he actually played like still uh, I, I like when I rack my brain about last year, I don't remember Michael Thomas playing football. And so, yeah, I, I guess we could be horribly wrong about this, but I feel like I'm, I'm safely never going to have Michael Thomas on my team. Yeah. Uh, and to me, I kind of almost a similar area, Odell Beckham jr. It's just, it's time guys. It's, it's time to move on. <laughs> we have giants new number 13 Jalen Hyatt. Let's go. I even, I mean, Ryan, when was the last time Odell Beckham had more than 45 catches in a season? Yeah. I mean, you, you're, you're just remembering the Rams season. That's why you think he could do something. Cause he was relevant in that Ram super bowl. Run. Kinda. Yeah. He, well, was. You know, he was, he was a big part of it, but that was 2021. No, I know I'm, he's I, getting I up agree. there in age. He's had multiple season ending injuries. Uh, it's just a lot for me to unpack. And I'm skeptical of the idea of, of leaning into Lamar Jackson as a passer. So a number of reasons I'm out on Odell Beckham. Jr. Yeah, I see you fading the Ravens here, Ravens and Cowboys catching some serious uh, shrapnel. All right. Round 10. You mentioned Javante Williams and that's why Samaj P Ryan is such yeah. a great pick. I've drafted the shit out of him. If I if I were to I mean the 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 top of the board for me in terms of running back exposure is comical but guess what Samaj P Ryan is right there at 16%. I you nailed it. Javante Williams might be started slow. We know P Ryan's going to be the pass down back because of his blocking. He's catching passes. This is full PPR. If he does what he did last year with the Bengals, become a trustworthy guy that's just yeah, out he was here good for three downs, too. I mean I think people, I mean, people forget how sick that beard is. Like he's well, there not was one a, of these scat backs. Yeah. There was a lot of talk of like, oh, he's out playing Joe Mixon. Yeah, so we, we were both very shocked to see Piron move on Yeah, for this kind of price. But Piron is on record as saying it. He, you know, Sean Payton said that this is what you, he was the clearest about what his role was going to be. And so I, I keep leaning back into that. He at he, least has a role. He might have a much bigger role. You it, you just kind of have to follow the money, especially guys who sign early on in free agency. Why did Sam Darnold sign day one for the San Francisco 49ers? Oh, well, now we because know because he talked to Kyle <laughs> Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan was like trying to keep his erection down. Yeah, this because he thinks he's the next Steve guy. Young. 
but it was, I mean, even on the outside, I didn't have access to that meeting, but you know what he said? If he signed day one there, he wasn't yeah. signing day one to be a third quarterback. What <laughs> the fuck are you talking yeah, about? He was always going to be the number two yep. with, with a very shaky Brock Purdy at number yep. one in a very good offense on a good team. That's a perfect destination for Sam Darnold. That's why he signed there day one. I do. I, and I, like, I just do the math. On I have three stuff. or four best ball mania teams with Sam Darnold. So hopefully that's, <laughs> a, hopefully that's overweight. My uh, fuck, fuck this guy in this round. Come on. Young Joker, AKA Kadarius, Tony will Kadarius, Tony score more points than Samaj P Ryan. Mm. Well, actually better question is Kadarius, Tony versus Jalen Hyatt. Who you know I'm not super high. Kadarius Tony Ryan. He's gonna get those. They they scheme up those touchdowns for. Him. Is he? Does he play a snap? No, oh, he's gonna play week one. So be yeah. careful. You're saying that two weeks before the game. <laughs> this is a guy I get who it. is I get soft it. as charm and soft. He's a guy that wronged the Giants community. Giants fans have a hard on. No, for no, no, no. I mean, the fact that he is constantly interacting with civilians <laughs> is is embarrassing. Does have a chip on his shoulder. But what I, I'm just saying, the way that people spoke after the injury, the way that he continues to get hurt, and if, what when he comes back, how, what do you want to bet? Hamstring, hamstring, or or some lower leg injury will happen, guaranteed. He won't play week one. I'll make that bet right now. Fuck this guy. You know who's playing week one? The starter for the Indianapolis Colts, the QB one all the way, Anthony Richardson. He is my guy in this round ten. Now he he. Uh, he practices the uh, PS passing model, aka pray and spray. Just throws the ball all over the place. Highly inaccurate, but just watching him as a runner in the preseason, my God, is that a big boy? He is going to be a tough guy to take down. And I don't think Shane Steichen is opposed to drawing up some stuff uh, for him near the goal line. Now, without without Jonathan Taylor, I think you're going to see a lot of design runs for Anthony Richardson, especially especially near the goal line. It gave out Anthony Richardson to lead the the league in quarterback rushing touchdowns at fifteen to one. I think that's a a fun price. Looks even better now that Taylor's going to be missing some time at the very least. So yeah, I I'm in on Anthony Richardson just because of the upside in this late round. Like if you're if if he's your if he's your quarterback and you didn't get an elite quarterback early, I I still feel all right with that. Fuck my fuck this guy, Geno Smith. Uh, especially in fantasy. Like I just don't see it. Not much rushing upside kind of fell off uh, the second half of the year prone to throwing interceptions. Yeah. I just don't see Geno Smith. So yeah. Fading him. Uh, yeah. You can't take a guy like Geno Smith when there's still guys with legs on the ground or uh, on the board. Like, like uh, my guy for round 11, Dan Jones, you're taking Anthony Richardson's <laughs> with Dan Jones. No, the- I mean, as much, I'm not going to hype up Dan Jones, but this is a crazy I mean, value. Dan Jones over Geno Smith all day. Would you like an update? Sure. What is your uh, best ball share on Dan Jones, Ryan? In best ball mania, forty-five percent. Wow. And this is where, like oh I said, one hundred thirty. What happened? I thought you were a fan. Uh, that's. I would say that's. I. I would be surprised if there is a single player with more Daniel Jones exposure in best ball mania, Sean. I I think I might be number one if we could reach out to Underdog and have them look behind the scenes. Tell me if there's someone else with more Dan Jones teams. I doubt there will be. Obviously, the goal is to walk out of your draft in a managed draft with someone who can run. I think if you're not going to go after the guy who's going to run, and it's not going to be a Herbert Burrow or Mahomes. You're streaming. You yeah. don't care. You're just taking a guy. You're playing matchup. So 
to be able to get the last guy who is going to be a goal line back, Dan Jones, third in the NFL for quarterbacks with carries inside the five, third in the NFL and carries inside the 10. This is a guy who rushed for 700 yards and seven touchdowns last year, Sean. Why is he going this late? The offense only got better. Everything came back for Honda Civics were turned into Ferraris. This is disrespectful. Fuck this guy of this round. God bless the Patriots for bringing him back in the league. God bless Bill Belichick for telling him he's fat and making him lose <laughs> weight. Zeke Elliott, you're crazy to draft Zeke Elliott. You are crazy to draft Zeke Elliott. And by the way, Josh, around the uh, 57 minute mark, if we could isolate Sean saying that's a big boy running, <laughs> we can maybe have some fun with that later. But yeah, in on Daniel Jones, AKA Dan Jones, AKA Vanilla Vic, AKA DJ. Cause that's what his teammates call him out on Zeke. Easy one there. Zeke. Uh, how many touchdowns does Zeke score this year? Sean gun to your head. Two, two. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I'm still in on Ramon J Stevenson. Yeah. Although it is weird. Like they totally pruned their running backs on the 53. I'm sure they'll add some, but when they released their initial 53, it was just Zeke and Ramon. That's confidence that no one's going to fuck with you and steal your cause Kevin Harris. They like, yeah. They they also cut all their quarterbacks, so yes. who knows? What and they the, got them both. Back any the chance Belichick season. accidentally checked the guys he wanted to keep <laughs> and made, clicked on the wrong box. moment. Uh, for me, guy I like in the eleventh round, Adam Thielen. Oh. I think there's a chance in a full point PPR he ends up being super sneaky. Just watching some of that preseason stuff with the with the Panthers, I I have some shares of him in best ball. I kind of wish I had some more because. He's just going to get a lot of garbage, easy stuff. Uh, you know, a guy like uh, I, I mean, I, I Cole feel like, Beasley. I feel like Frank Reich is a guy that's going to oh. give some easy opportunities to Adam Thielen, give some easy completions to Bryce Young. He can go find that empty spot in the zone, sit down there. Uh, when you're drafting a receiver here in the eleventh round, it's getting kind of thin. But I think Adam Thielen. Yeah, you know, I'm just not as high on Terrace Marshall, Mingo, second round pick, which yeah, maybe he turns into something down the line, but with a rookie quarterback, I think you got to uh give some uh, shine to the vet like Adam Thielen. Yeah, Frank Reich is the classic um if you're spending some time in the old inner circle, if you know what I mean. You're yeah. one of Frank's guys. You're going to get And Adam Thielen is, oh, I think. Oh, and and friend of ours, uh, former friend of former the guest, although he uh he did lie right to our face. He did say they were going to work it out, Minnesota. Yeah, lied right to our face. Oh, he's optimistic. Uh, no, he lied right to our face. <laughs> we'll have to, we'll have to be uh, just evaluate that going forward. A uh, guy, fuck this guy, Dalton Kincaid. To me, again, he's interesting, but I think there's just so many other options. Like if you don't get elite tight end, there's so many other options. I'd rather, I'd rather take Luke Musgrave because. Again, you're you're risking a little bit drafting a rookie tight end, but Luke Musgrave, you know, is the number one tight end. You know they're scheming up stuff for him. Dalton Kincaid is competing with Dawson Knox, the guy they paid. Uh, I get they're going to put him in the slot, and maybe the offense is better than Green Bay, but man, uh, at ADP especially, I'm out on Dalton Kincaid. I, I think especially if you think about usage in the red zone, right? Because I, I, it's fun to think about the eleven and a half personnel, and he's going to be lined up out wide a lot. But even in that scenario, he's probably the second option at best in that offense. And then when you get into the red zone, I think you know Diggs, Josh Allen, number one and two in some order. And I have a feeling Dawson Knox will be deployed heavily in the red zone as well. So he might be the fourth red zone option. So yeah, I, 
I'm not as high on him, and I, I don't even think you mentioned the rookie tight end angle, but yeah, no, guys, I, I did. I mean, especially you liked you said that while also liking Musgrave. No, but. and and the the difference is Musgrave isn't competing with a veteran for the starting spot for snaps for. Targets. I don't think they're competing for the same spot. I do think they'll be on the the field a lot, but I'm with you. I think when you're the fourth option in the red zone, yeah. again, you, I guess you I, can do better. You want one I, tight end. I see end. what you mean by. That he's not competing directly, but I still think in the red zone he's competing com- in the red zone. Yeah, with Dawson. That Knox. was my thesis. Yeah. I think he's. I think Dawson Knox is the third option. Like Cooks in there too, probably. So like the four, we're talking. Damian about Harris four, is in there. Yeah, we're talking about Damian Harris got a ton of the goal line stuff in that last probably fourth or fifth option in the red zone, which you'd rather take a tight end with a, a little bit better upside than that. Uh, uh, probably hoping you have a tight end already, unless you're diabolical yes. like Sean. I guess you had Dallas Goddard in your example. All right, twelfth round, Elijah Mitchell. I think we're complete. Like no one is talking about the idea that Christian McCaffrey has ever gotten hurt before, mm. um, and he now plays on a team who just shows that injury regression uh, maybe isn't something that regresses when you're John Lynch and Shanahan. I don't know. Mitchell's Mitchell gets hurt. He he always gets hurt, but he has big games. And I think as long as he's healthy, he's a guy that maybe you can just cut loose if he gets hurt. But as long as he's healthy, he's in a he's on a team where the backup running back is going to be valuable week to week. We saw it last yeah. year. There were games where he he kind of had a clear role, and McCaffrey had a very different role. So getting him this late, I think people are forgetting what this Niners team is going to have to be this year. Uh, we're not high on Purdy. Maybe maybe we're high a little bit on Darnold, but either way, they're going to have to run the ball. They're going to have to be uh, easy passes to their playmakers, get them in space, use that speed. And so I I somehow I I I thought I went through and corrected all this, but I'll throw my fuck my guy, which I was going to fuck Adam Thielen. Wow, Ryan, how dare you? I don't want him. Yeah. I mean, I I see your point. I absolutely see your point, but just no like way. Like those young sexy rookies. No way would I draft. Oh, and this is a little bit too just to kind of speak towards I'd rather be taking my receivers like I did earlier in the draft and, okay. and reserve these rounds for running back bullets. Cause think about it. Like Adam Thielen, what's his ceiling? He gets you through a, t- a couple tough weeks early in the year, and then one of these other alphas takes over. Like y- you're not ending the season with Adam Thielen as the leading catch getter in that team, are you? Or are you suggesting uh, I, he I, could I, okay. I think he might just be You're an injury prediction guy. You don't think he's getting hurt? Old ass white guy? Uh, maybe not that color matters, but but again, seems like he's you a you, guy. you have a chance a decent chance in my mind of a receiver one this late it, you know in the draft I think is an interesting pick, mm. and just the fact that he has the most experience on that roster. Yeah, I, he lied to our face. <laughs> he lied to our face. So who's so you're fading Adam Thielen? But uh, yeah, I'll I'll uh, keep. You know, keep, I like him better in the twelfth round. Talk, I should have well, got your ADPs right. I mean, again, that clearly. Ch- I'll I'll update to someone uh, who's appropriate while you're talking. Uh, for me, my guy, give me Jacoby Myers, who I might end up taking earlier than Adam oh, Thielen, but uh, definitely. But again, was just going off the uh, ADP of where they're at for these for this round exercise. Again, Josh McDaniels brought him in. From New England, you know, like fellow brought him in specifically for a role. He's playing, um, you know, opposite Devonte Adams. There's a ton of uh, Darren Waller targets and receptions, and um, well, not really that much because he was always hurt. But uh, there's some Darren Waller stuff that someone has to pick up, and I I think you saw the number two receiver in uh, in the Raiders' offense, aka the Matt Collins role. I think Jacoby Myers can definitely fill that role. So. 
Yeah, give me Jacoby Myers. As far as fuck that guy, Russell Wilson. I mean, if you're starting Russell Wilson in a fantasy league, you're a you're a goddamn maniac. What are you thinking? No rushing upside, very little passing upside, just looks horrible out there. Uh, yeah, no way am I drafting Russell Wilson. Ryan, do you have any Russell Wilson exposure? Uh, one or two, just on team. There was right? probably a couple times where I'm like, oh, they pair they pair myself. with the Chargers well. Like that's this the week 17 stack. All right, I, I updated because we were both kind of right. Uh, anyway, uh, Adam Thielen, I'll, I'll just scrub him off. I, I don't want to throw your hate, but I move. I bumped Elijah Moore up around to to round 12. Fuck that guy mm. for the same reasons you said. Uh, fuck Deshaun Watson. I'm out on that offense. The passing also, offense. I don't understand why people are talking themselves into to to the situation. Elijah Moore, uh, don't get it. The only guy I'm willing to really draft on that team is Njoku. I think you know follow the money they paid him. So. Again, would rather be drafting running backs at this point in the draft. Um, so yeah, that, that's the round twelve stuff. Round thirteen, I'll speak for both of us because I'm sure you would have written him down yeah. as well. Tyler Algier, Love again, it. I think he's even going to be maybe startable to start the season because I, I really don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, again, he, you know, maybe Bijan gets a lot of work, and Tyler Algier is a complimentary back getting twelve carries a game. He's going to get the goal line work, I think, Sean, and so that could be valuable enough. But I think the upside is that he is more of their every down running back, and Bijan is doing a lot more pass catching. So getting him at the end of drafts, being able to kind of evaluate the situation after a couple of weeks and see, I think we'll be feeling pretty good about our position at that point. Sean, you want to? I'll let me turn your volume down before you talk about your guy for this round. <laughs> All right, we're ready. Give me Chigozim Okonkwo in the thirteenth round. It's weird, uh, you know the DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> thing scared everyone off. This yes. athletic freak, a guy who leads the tight ends in yards per route run, just a uh, just a dog, dog, uh, dog. Super fun guy to watch. Super uh, super athletic. He's just a really good tight end and a nice. He's not a rookie year two situation here. I'm all over uh, Chig here. I think he's a great pickup. I'm optimistic, obviously, on the Titans' offense. Have been all season, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna like him week one, and I'm gonna like him a lot of weeks throughout the season. I think he's got a no no other real competition at the tight end position. I mean, he succeeded last year, even as a rookie, kind of going head to head with Austin Hooper. He he fought his way onto the field and you know got involved in that offense. So I think this is a great breakout year for my boy Chig. Oconquo. He showed up good in a lot of that, like yeah, yards per route run, yeah. yards per target stuff, yep. like the efficiency stuff. So that's exciting. Uh, fuck Jamison Williams. Uh, normally, I this is the kind of guy I'd love to draft and stash, but it the team I, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, they 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 might be forced into needing him, but it does seem like he has. Uh, let's just say he's not made Dan Campbell happy with his his work ethic. No. Which is a problem. Soft tissue injuries. Sounds like the team is blaming his lack of preparation. Like it that's that's not good. And no. so I, I don't need to I don't need let's No, I mean else obviously the, the suspension alone you Six could be games. out on him. But the fact that he uh he's dealing with the injury stuff, the team being uh, you know, butthurt on him, it, it's just kind of a nightmare start. Ty, listen to this. You can draft Bo- Tyler Boyd at the same exact point. Yeah. Guy in a contract year in a known great offense. Where he's the third guy with ceiling of one guy goes down, he's the number two. Jamison Williams is missing six games, and you have no idea what he's going to do when he gets back. Yeah, I mean, maybe Jamison Williams, you play him a couple of weeks in DFS or 
out. Something like that. But I, I, I don't in a in a draft, a season long draft, I think you're wasting a roster spot. Uh fuck this guy, Devin Singletary. Mm, People were getting really? cute, I think. Uh drafting Devin Singletary at all. System play. What, just the just simply the it's the Niners offensive scheme. They generally work a second running back in. Yeah, I, I guess that's I'm, all it is. I'm slightly more out on him just because of the third down snap share we saw that they clearly gave to Damian Pierce. So I think that third down role that people thought Singletary would be getting involved in more, I just think they're gonna keep Damian Pierce out there. We'll see. But again, Damian Pierce is not giving up those touches, those catches without a fight. So I think I think there are better running back bullets this late. Yeah, and you didn't want him last year in a much better situation on the Bills. Yeah. Why do you want him this year? On the I mean, I'm high on the Texans, but not everyone is. That's it. We did 13. We're not giving you a kicker at defense. Sorry. No. We don't uh, have kicker tiers on this. Off the board, program. Ryan. Couple off the board sleepers. Who do you got? Uh again, generally at this point, it's running backs. So let's let's talk about some guys who I think I mean, let's just start with the guy we both like, Kenny Gainwell. Oh, dog. Uh, starting running backs going basically undrafted is crazy. Again, this is why you take those receivers up front. That that's why you want to, you know, if your if your league starts three receivers and a flex, you want to you want to win the race to five receivers. If your league starts two receivers and a flex, you want to win the race to four receivers. You always want to have that I have a receiver in my flex plus one. You want to get the have the best quality there and then you can just fire bullets at the running back position like Kenny Gainwell who's going uh, undrafted in these formats. Uh, like my second guy, again, Kenny Gainwell confirmed Sean listed as the starter. Yeah. I, uh, understanding that the goal line black back is Jalen Hurts. Kenny yeah, Gainwell is the starter. Uh, it's you know, we'll there's see. there's no clear answer, okay. but uh, Kenny Gainwell is certainly going to get enough Get You're, enough uh, looks, enough. He he's clearly the two minute uh, okay. drill guy. So so pass catching. Yeah. So a uh, gun to your head as an Eagles insider. Yep. Snap share for the running backs mm. this season. There's four of them. So all four stay healthy. All four stay healthy. Okay. Which uh, obviously Trey Sermon was cut as yeah. I predicted the entire nice time. Nice job. Well, you some you know some Eagles B reporters <laughs> were lying to us. No, they, they, you got to listen to me, Ryan. I know, I know what I'm. Well, talking. that's why I'm asking you. Who? Okay. So, snap share. So I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I'll say, I'll you to say 30, 25 percent each. No, thirty-seven percent for DeAndre Swift, seventeen percent for Rashad Penny. That gets us to fifty-four. Yep. And then six uh, percent for Boston Scott, forty percent for Kenny Gainwell. Josh, so think, put that on a graphic and release it. Breaking news. <laughs> I do think I think Kenny Gainwell is going to get the most, but it obviously not nearly what Miles Sanders got, but certainly valuable enough to yeah. be drafted. Past Be- best ball, no brainer. Uh, in managed, you can draft them late enough to see see what it looks like week one and go from there. Uh, another guy I love running back, Raheem Mostert. They keep saying they're going to trade for someone, and they keep. Not trading for someone. Not trading uh, for Jonathan Taylor. Ah, chain. Uh, I mean, when the, the set when you say something's week to week in the tra- in training camp, that's a problem. Well, and chain also was pretty di- pretty far down the depth chart as well. So it wasn't just the injury stuff. It was like eh, this guy's not quite there. It's Jeff Wilson. It's Raheem Mostert right now. Guess what? Jeff Wilson also not practicing. So late. Again, if you if you go with a hero RB build, um, so like let's may, say you took Barkley and no one else, Raheem Mostert's a guy you can draft. Go again off the board, 
and probably going to be startable week one. Sean, who do the Dolphins uh, play week one? Because uh, is that going to be a, a high-scoring game? Oh, they play the Chargers. Look in out! My, so again, that, that oh, but the Chargers are really good at stopping running backs, right? Oh, yeah, they, they just <laughs> they part the sea. So again, Raheem Mostert, uh, you could probably you know we could talk have the same conversation about Jeff Wilson. I think Mostert being healthy uh, is key here. So Mostert, you know, late, 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 awesome pick, Sean. Yes. You want to throw one out? Andrew is talking about Roshan Johnson. When does the Roshan Johnson love come? We up? talked Khalil Herbert. Earlier. Yeah, we talked about how Khalil Herbert's going to get way more carries and touches, and and is better. If you draft Khalil Herbert, are you also drafting Johnson potentially? Because it's a it's a it's a running back situation that's going to be productive. Uh no, because to me, we still are competing with Justin Fields. So the idea, Khalil Herbert so, isn't. So you a, don't need to just. One. Khalil Herbert isn't a true number one because Justin Fields is the true number one. So Roshan Johnson, while he's now the second string, he's actually the third running back. And so. I also see the chat referring to him as Rojo. That's Ronald Jones. Don't yeah, don't. On. That's disrespectful to. I mean, uh, let's hope he's not that bad. Ryan Tomcat in the YouTube chat wants to know: Kendry Miller worth a late round pick? Yeah, I we were discussing this in our ETH league. I think what makes him different than some of the other guys there at that point is, you know, depending how deep your bench is, he's a third round pick. They, they like him and the, you know, Jamal Williams, Alvin Kamara are both there. So you got to see what's going to happen. Nothing, no, no injuries yet, but they are going to run the rock. And I do like Miller as a player. So maybe not in the format where you're only having four or five bench spots, but if it's deeper than that, uh, maybe, but again, the guys that I just listed, I like way more than them. Yeah. For me, uh, one of the off the board sleepers, I've been pounding the table for him. Luke Musgrave. If you've watched any of the preseason, uh, Jordan love has a really good connection with him. They're using him a ton in the red zone. They're doing tight end screens for him. Beavers. Uh, he's it, it's going to be a, I, I think he has now tight ends don't ever win offensive rookie of the year, but I think he's really going to shock people with the amount of production he has. Yeah. I mean, he, it, it's crazy, especially it, considering draft position. It's crazy because we just waited in our high stakes league last tight end off the board was Chig. Yeah. And so that's a point. Like I think if you're, if you follow this stuff enough, yeah, either take your, shoot your shot with Kelsey, Maybe a Goddard, maybe a Waller, but then other than that, there's there's a plenty of these other. There's only so many guys that can be elite from the target yeah. share standpoint. No, everyone else is kind of the same. Are they going to score touchdowns? What's their usage in the red zone? Uh, la- last one for me, as far as uh, off the board sleepers, Richie James. I think there is just. <laughs> I, I heard it on a show. I forget which show, but uh, they go. Patrick Mahomes led the league in passing yards last year. Okay. A lot of that's going to go to Kelsey. Who are the other guys? We still have not gotten that answer. Sky Moore seems like one of the guys. Richie James, to me, as a guy who watched Andy Reid offenses very closely for a number of years, Richie James is a guy who knows how to get open and knows how to catch the ball. And and Andy Reid can do the rest. He can scheme you open if you can get him reliable pass catching with like good um, field awareness. You don't have to have the explosive stuff like. Kadarius Tony is a, a more explosive version of Richie James, but he's also more dramatic. The injuries, the uh, you know, off the field, what all his other like drama that's he's attached more dramatic. Well, Richie James is just a lunch pail guy who shows yeah. up and is going to catch balls, catch touchdowns. I think he's a interesting best ball play and like an interesting last pick in your managed league as well. 
He's going to be in the red. I would imagine he'll be in the red zone package. Uh, a lot of a lot of talk about his ability to get on the same page with Patrick Mahomes in terms of the option stuff that he likes to run. So I wouldn't sleep. I mean, unless you think Sky Moore isn't going to give them any reason to be frustrated with him again, uh, I would certainly think that Richie James is going to be heavier used. And then as far as the Justin Ross stuff, it sounds like he is going to be like a rotational player. So. You know, when, again, when I think about what's the usage in the red zone here, is Richie could Richie James be the number one wide receiver option in the red zone? He, I mean, when I, it's not a gadget when play, it's to not, young when it's not Kelsey, yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. I think no, no, he no, could I mean, be the number one wide receiver. Wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on, I qualified it, dude. No, I obviously let's, I knew let's get what with you the fucking at. program. All right, one last one for me. Man in the box is waiting, Ryan. Oh no! Here He's, you go. I'll let man Ta- in the box. Tajay in. Spears. <laughs> He's the only kind of handcuffy guy I'm willing to throw out. He's looked electric in the preseason, and they are looking to get someone else that isn't Derrick Henry more touches. We're high on the the Titans. You know, again, if I've taken Derrick Henry, I'm definitely drafting him with Tajay Spears. If I don't draft Derrick Henry, I'm willing to to get a piece of Tajay Spears as well. So, uh, yeah, that. that that feels like a worthy spot. And then again, it's, it's a handcuff. So you're, you're not really looking to make a quick decision. That's why it's good to pair him with some guys. You can snap fire. Okay. It's not working. Let me cut this guy. Cause I got to keep spears around this offense. This offense is going to cook this year. All right. That was fun. Ryan got me jacked up for fantasy. Will we do one more best ball draft? Yes. Okay. Pos- I mean, unless something drastic happens, <laughs> uh, I'm going to be down in San Diego doing a little, uh, Doing a little youth soccer, but I figured Sunday night we could pop on and do the. I'm gonna try to make it my 150th best ball mania. Locking team. up the max entries. If you're not an underdog fantasy with the pick 'em with the best ball, I don't know what oh, you're doing. Look how pretty this. Promo is. code SGPN. YouTube.com/slash/sportsgamingpodcast. Make sure you smash that subscribe button. Get in our college football bankroll challenge. Up to three thousand dollars up for grabs. NFL right around the corner. Oh man, it's time. Love it. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green. He's Ryan. I can't wait for people to shit on our uh, selections there. Kramer, let it ride.